sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Anson Tebbets along with... Uh, Chip Darmstadt. Well, we had some uh, had a little rain, we had a little wind, we had a little snow earlier in the week, and we're getting more of it, uh, more of it this weekend. So here we are. Yeah. It's, been a wild, it's been a wild winter. <laughs> it's always something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd want to be a... I don't know if I want to be a bird out in that wind the other night. That was... Uh, some areas get yeah. some really good gas, and uh, but uh, birds must be able to adapt, and and some of them get off course in those big storms. But uh, birds know how to hunker yep. down, I guess, huh? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, they they seek out shelter just like we do. Um, you know, conifer groves, dense dense stands of bushes and shrubs. Um, yeah, you know, I wonder about like the gulls and geese and ducks they don't you know they maybe find a little sheltered bay perhaps or just hunker down on the shoreline with their head tucked into their wing and wait it out um it's definitely yeah i'm sure it must be a challenge and um birds birds find a way though yeah they just uh i've always been fascinated by waterfowl and how they i, I think we'd have cold feet the entire time i'm out there you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, from the old ornithology textbooks? Uh, there, uh, geese and ducks, gulls, and maybe a lot of other birds. They had their circulation, the way their blood vessels are uh, put together in their feet. Um, you know, because yeah, they don't have uh, little slippers. They but they uh, their feet keep warm because I think it's the the veins are on the outside of the feet and the arteries are towards the inside. So they don't lose excess heat um, from the blood vessels because they're more interior. Um, and the blood vessels on the interior transfer heat to the cooler veins on the exterior. So somehow that's enough <laughs> to mm. keep their feet from freezing. Mm. I've been watching uh, you know, the crows. This, you know, the crows seem to like... Um, have a morning, have a have a routine, but they they go into roost at night and they they hunker down at night, right? They have big big roost areas that they go to and go out and forage during the day, so they must have it down. Yeah, you know it's funny. They uh, often I see them roosting in deciduous trees, um, you know, broadleaf trees, and during a windstorm, those are whipping, of course. But so I, you know, they're probably change it up too. Like if it's really windy conditions maybe they seek out pine trees or something instead uh, yeah be, you know, a lot of this too is happening under the cover of darkness too like you know not many of us standing outside watching crow roosts at night and figuring out what they're doing there's probably some people out there that do that but you know there's all these these mysteries because uh, you know during the nasty weather uh, we're, we're inside trying to you know stay warm and dry uh, or at night of course we're, we're you know not out seeing what the birds are doing so there's there's often a lot more questions than answers that's for sure 
Yeah, and um, I, I, I watch the uh, the turkeys and the turkeys. You know, particularly when there's a really good snowstorm, they they will hunker down and they'll just sort of roll up in a ball and tuck themselves in and get underneath a, a pine tree or something. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of sad to watch, but they somehow survive yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's always interesting what birds might show up at bird feeders when there's a big storm as well. Uh, there was actually a really interesting sighting uh, in Essex. Um, may, the bird may still be there, but an orange-crowned warbler uh, has been showing up to someone's suet feeder um, in Essex Junction. Um, you know, this is a bird that's not really made for winter, and uh, but it's finding uh, the suet is helping it get through the days. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. We had um, in back of the sugar house. Um, my brother saw an adult northern goshawk, uh, which which is kind of new. It was uh, it was trying to get a gray squirrel next to the sugar house. But that was um, this past week. And also a red-tailed hawk was around the farm. And that, we don't normally see that in the wintertime. But, um, so it was kind of cool, those two sightings. Nice. Yeah, definitely lots of red tails in the, in the Champlain Valley. Definitely seeing a lot in the greater Burlington area. And um, rough-legged hawks as well, another good winter raptor. Yeah, good stuff. Um, we are into January, but uh, uh, last year... 2023, we did see some kind of neat birds that uh, flew into us and maybe blew into us. I don't know. Maybe some of those storms got them off course. Um, I was thinking of the uh, the white pelican was here, right? Yeah. Yep. That was in central Vermont, maybe East Montpelier. Um, unfortunately, I think it only stuck around for one day. So uh, not many people got to see that bird. Uh, and uh, and ditto for another big white bird. Remember, I think maybe you're the one who told me about this, Anson, the um, northern gannet that showed up on Joe's Pond, of all places. You know, that would be the last place I would think a gannet would show up in Vermont, but there it was on Joe's Pond, um, and there's there are photos to, to prove it. Yeah, that's... Uh, normally see the, the loons. They have a couple uh, pairs of loons on uh, Joe's Pond, which is in... Danville slash Cabot. Um, that's a cool one. Um, we also had uh, painted bunny, right? Yeah, this is a, a bird that shows up, ooh, I don't know, every five or ten years in Vermont. Um, uh, you know, I can't remember when it was, maybe five years or more. There was a beautiful male uh, uh, down in southern Vermont. Uh, this time around, in December, there was a beautiful female in uh, Brattleboro, Vermont. Um, and, you know, in painted buntings, of course, the males are just splendid with red, blue, this limey green color, yellow. Uh, the, but the females are, you know, this beautiful green hue with slightly yellow underpart. So, uh, that bird showed up at someone's feeder as well. It's funny how a lot of these uh, strange birds show up at feeders or um, just an odd habitat sometimes. Yeah. Uh, what else is on the list? We had some other cool ones, right? Well, there there was the ash-throated flycatcher that uh, was found during one of the bird counts, the Middlebury count. Uh, that bird was seen off and on for a couple weeks and last seen on January 1st, but that's a bird of the of the western U.S., especially the southwest, a bird of arid scrubland and deserty areas. 
So that was a first uh, Vermont state record, uh, the only first Vermont state record for last year. Uh, we don't get those very often having first Vermont records, but that was a very cool find. Uh, Ash-throated flycatcher. Yeah, good stuff. So um, um, what are you hoping for this year? Is, is there something on your list you really want to see? Maybe you're going to have to go across the border of Vermont to see it. You got something uh, on your list you want to see, Chip? Do you have goals like that? Some people have goals. Do, do you have any uh, New Year's resolution goals for birding? Uh, do more birding. <laughs> I don't know if that's even possible. But, um, you know, I a bird that – there's a couple of birds that um, – well, there's one I can think of that hasn't showed up in Vermont yet, uh, Mississippi kite. So maybe this will be the year someone finds a Mississippi kite in Vermont. Uh, that's that's a bird I'd love to see in our state. They nest in New Hampshire. Or they've been seen in all the surrounding states, um, but it's not been seen in Vermont this year. There there have been swallowtail kites, but never a Mississippi kite. I'd like to see more owls, you know. I'd like to see a barn owl. I've never seen a barn owl in Vermont. You probably have, right? I have not. Not, not many people have. Uh, yeah, the, the more of a southern New England bird um, and southern U.S. But once in a while, one does show up in Vermont. Uh, but yeah, they're uh, highly nocturnal, of course. Um, very scarce. And, um, you know, if any place, um, I'd say the Champlain Valley would be where they would likely show up. Yeah. Some old silo in Addison County, maybe, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, It'd be like dark out. Just see the eyes of it, the little poking out of the hole in the top yeah. of the silo. Be kind of cool. All right, well, everyone hunker down. We've got uh, plenty of winter uh, left, even though it's, gosh, we're getting towards the, uh, towards the end of January, believe it or not. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows where this is all where this is all heading? But uh, hopefully, we'll be hearing the uh, the brown creepers and sugaring uh, soon. And but that's I'm, oh yeah, that's maybe March. But I'm pushing it a little bit here. A Fe- little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, uh, well, everyone have a fantastic weekend. We'll do it again next weekend. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Sing like the birdies sing, sweet, 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 sweet.